Section 17 of the Natural History, Volume 3. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Lawrence Trask. The Natural History, Volume 3, by Pliny the Elder. Translated by John Bostock and Henry Thomas Riley. Section 17. Chapter 28. The Trees of Ethiopia. Ethiopia, which borders upon Egypt, has in general no remarkable trees, with the exception of the wool-bearing ones, of which we have had occasion to speak in our description of the trees of India and Arabia. However, the produce of the tree of Ethiopia bears a much stronger resemblance to wool, and the follicle is much larger, being very similar in appearance to a pomegranate. As for the trees, they are otherwise similar in every respect. Besides this tree, there are some palms, of which we have spoken already. In describing the islands along the coast of Ethiopia, we have already made mention of their trees and their odiferous forests. Chapter 29. The Trees of Mount Atlas, the Citrus, and the Tables Made of the Wood Thereof. Mount Atlas is said to possess a forest of trees of a peculiar character, of which we have already spoken. In the vicinity of this mountain is Mauritania, a country which abounds in the citrus, a tree which gave rise to the mania for fine tables, an extravagance with which the women reproach the men when they complain of their vast outlay upon pearls. There is preserved to the present day a table which belonged to M. Cicero, and for which, notwithstanding his comparatively moderate means, and what is even more surprising still, at that day too, he gave no less than one million sesterces. We find mention made also of one belonging to Gallus Asinius, which cost one million one hundred thousand sesterces. Two tables were also sold by auction which had belonged to King Juba. The price fetched by one was one million two hundred thousand sesterces, and that of the other something less. There has been lately destroyed by fire a table which came down from the family of the Cathagi, which had also been sold for the sum of one million four hundred thousand sesterces, the price of a considerable domain, if any one indeed could be found who would give so large a sum for an estate. The largest table that has ever yet been known was one that belonged to Ptolemaeus, king of Mauritania. It was made of two semicircumferences joined together down the middle being four feet and a half in diameter, and a quarter of a foot in thickness. The most wonderful fact, however, connected with it was the surprising skill with which the joining had been concealed, and which rendered it more valuable than if it had been by nature a single piece of wood. The largest table that is made of a single piece of wood is the one that takes its name from Nomius, a freedman of Tiberius Caesar. The diameter of it is four feet, short by three-quarters of an inch and it is half a foot in thickness, less the same fraction. While speaking upon this subject, I ought not to omit to mention that the Emperor Tiberius had a table that exceeded four feet in diameter by two inches and a quarter, and was an inch and a half in thickness. This, however, was only covered with a veneer of citrus wood, while that which belonged to his freedman, Nomius, was so costly, the whole material of which it was composed being knotted wood. These knots are properly a disease or excrescence of the root, and those used for this purpose are more particularly esteemed which have lain entirely concealed underground. 
they are much more rare than those that grow above ground and that are to be found on the branches also thus to speak correctly that which we buy at so vast a price is in reality a defect in the tree of the size and root of it a notion may be easily formed from the circular sections of its trunk the tree resembles the wild female cypress in its foliage smell and the appearance of the trunk a spot called mount ancorarius in nearer mauritania used formerly to furnish the most esteemed citrus wood but at the present day the supply is quite exhausted chapter thirty the points that are desirable or otherwise in these tables the principal merit of these tables is to have veins arranged in waving lines or else forming spirals like so many little whirlpools in the former arrangement the lines run in an oblong direction for which reason these are called tiger tables while in the latter the marks are circling and spiral and hence they are styled panther tables there are some tables also with wavy undulating marks and which are more particularly esteemed if these resemble the eyes on a peacock's tail next in esteem to these last as well as those previously mentioned is the veined wood covered as it were with dense masses of grain for which reason these tables have received the name apiate but the color of the wood is the quality that is held in the highest esteem of all that of wine mixed with honey being the most prized the veins being peculiarly refulgent next to the color it is the size that is prized at the present day whole trunks are greatly admired and sometimes several are united in a single table the peculiar defects in these kinds of tables are woodiness such being the name given to the table when the wood is dull common-looking indistinct or else has mere simple marks upon it resembling the leaves of the plane tree also when it resembles the veins of the home oak or the color of that tree and a fault to which it is peculiarly liable from the effect of heat or wind when it has flaws in it or hair-like lines resembling flaws when it has a black mark too running through it resembling a murina in appearance various streaks that look like crow scratches or knots like poppy heads of a color all over approaching to black or blotches of a sickly hue the barbarous tribes bury this wood in the ground while green first giving it a coat of wax when it comes to the workmen's hands they put it for seven days beneath a heap of corn and then take it out for as many more it is quite surprising how greatly it loses in weight by this process shipwrecks have recently taught us also that this wood is dried by the action of sea-water and that it thereby acquires a hardness and a degree of density which render it proof against corruption no other method is equally sure to produce these results these tables are kept best and shine with the greatest luster when rubbed with the dry hand more particularly just after bathing as if this wood had been created for the behoof of wine it receives no injury from it as this tree is one among the elements of more civilized life i think that it is as well on the present occasion to dwell a little further upon it it is known to homer even and in the greek it is known by the name of thion or sometimes thia he says that the wood of this tree was among the unguents that were burnt for their pleasant odor by circe whom he would present as being a goddess a circumstance which shows the great mistake committed by those who suppose that perfumes are meant under that name 
seeing that in the very same line he says that cedar and larch were burnt along with this wood a thing that clearly proves that it is only of different trees that he is speaking theophrastus an author who wrote in an age succeeding that of alexander the great at about the year of the city of rome 440 has awarded a very high rank to this tree stating that it is related that the raftering of the ancient temples used to be made of this wood and that the timber when employed in roofs will last for ever so to say being proof against all decay quite incorruptible in fact he also says that there is nothing more full of wavy veins than the root of this tree and that there is no workmanship in existence more precious than that made of this material the finest kind of citrus grows he says in the vicinity of the temple of jupiter hammon he states also that it is produced in the lower part of cyrenacea he has made no mention however of the tables that are made of it indeed we have no more ancient accounts of them than those of the time of cicero from which it would appear that they are a comparatively recent invention chapter thirty one the citron tree there is another tree also which has the name of citrus and bears a fruit that is held by some persons in particular dislike for its smell and remarkable bitterness while on the other hand there are some who esteem it very highly this tree is used as an ornament to houses it requires however no further description chapter thirty two the lotus africa too at least that part of it which looks towards our shores produces a remarkable tree the lotus by some known as the celtis which has also been naturalized in italy though it has been somewhat modified by the change of soil the finest quality of lotus is that found in the vicinity of Syrtes and among the nasimones it is the same size as the pear tree although cornelius nepos states to the effect that it is but short the leaves have numerous incisions just as with those of the holm oak there are many varieties of the lotus which are characterized more particularly by the difference in their respective fruits the fruit is of about the size of a bean and its color is that of saffron though before it is ripe it is continually changing its tints like the grape it has branches thickly set with leaves like the myrtle and not as with us in italy like the cherry in the country to which this tree is indigenous the fruit of it is so remarkably sweet and luscious that it has even given its name to a whole territory and to a nation who by their singular hospitality have even seduced strangers who have come among them to lose all remembrance of their native country it is said also that those who eat this fruit are subject to no maladies of the stomach the fruit which has no stone in the inside is the best this stone in the other kind seems to be of an osseous nature a wine is also extracted from this fruit very similar to honeyed wine according to nepos however it will not last above ten days he states also that the berries are chopped up with alicia and then put away in casks for the table indeed we read that armies have been fed upon this food when marching to and fro through the territory of africa the wood is of a black color and is held in high esteem for making flutes from the root they also manufacture handles for knives and various other small articles such is the nature of the tree that is so called in africa 
the same name being also given to a certain herb and to a stalk that grows in egypt belonging to the marsh plants this last plant springs up when the waters of the nile have retired after its overflow its stalk is similar to that of the bean and its leaves are numerous and grow in thick clusters but are shorter and more slender than those of the bean the fruit grows on the head of the plant and is similar in appearance to a poppy in its indentatious and all its other characteristics within there are small grains similar to those of millet the inhabitants lay these heads in large heaps and there let them rot after which they separate the grain from the residue by washing and then dry it when this is done they pound it and then use it as flour for making a kind of bread what is stated in addition to these particulars is a very singular fact it is said that when the sun sets these poppy heads shut and cover themselves in the leaves and at sunrise they open again an alternation which continues until the fruit is perfectly ripe and the flower which is white falls off even more than this of the lotus of the euphrates it is said that the head and flower of the plant at nightfall sink into the water and there remains till midnight so deep in the water that on thrusting in one's arm the head cannot be reached after midnight it commences to return upwards and gradually becomes more and more erect till sunrise when it emerges entirely from the water and opens its flower after which it still continues to rise until at last it is to be seen raised quite aloft high above the level of the water this lotus has a root about the size of a quince enveloped in a black skin similar to that with which the chestnut is covered the substance that lies within this skin is white and forms very pleasant food but is better cooked either in water or upon hot ashes than in a raw state swine fatten upon nothing better than the peelings of this root chapter thirty three the trees of cyrenaica the palurus the region of cyrenaica places before the lotus its palurus which is more like a shrub in character and bears a fruit of redder color this fruit contains a nut the kernel of which is eaten by itself and is of a very agreeable flavor the taste of it is improved by wine and in fact the juices are thought to be an improvement to wine the interior of africa as far as the garamantes and the desert is covered with palms remarkable for their extraordinary size and the lusciousness of their fruit the most celebrated are those in the vicinity of the temple of jupiter hammon chapter thirty four nine varieties of the punic apple Velostium. but the vicinity of carthage is claimed more particularly as its own by the fruit the name of which is the punic apple though by some it is called granatum this fruit has been distinguished into a variety of kinds the name of aprinium being given to the one which has no woody seeds inside but is naturally whiter than the others the pips being of more agreeable flavor and the membranes by which they are separated not so bitter their conformation in other respects which is very similar to the partitions of the cells in the honeycomb is much the same in all of those that have a kernel there are five kinds the sweet the acrid the mixed the acid and the vinous those of samos and egypt are distinguished into those with red and those with white foliage 
the skin while the fruit is yet sour is held in high esteem for tanning leather the flower of this tree is known by the name of bolostium and is very useful for medicinal purposes also for dyeing cloths a color from which it has derived its name end of section seventeen recording by lawrence trask mount vernon ohio interfaceaudio.com